Hello, welcome back to the Mildly Forged Boomer Show podcast, thingamabubbolo, whatever, I don't care. Uh, we're doing a, another culture episode. Uh, today's amazing topic, uh, it's called Culture, North Korea, Jusha, and Jusha, Japan, Anime and Manga, and uh, The Great Replacement. And uh, I guess, uh, yeah, this will be a fun episode, you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Friend of the show, Kim Jong-un, really wanted us to talk about North Korea, uh, the best Korea. A glorious supreme leader, yeah, yeah. Without, totally <laughs> with no threats to be put into the Korean work camp. Yeah, three generations down, you know. <laughs> right. Not so, that I'm saying that's a bad thing, of yeah, course. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's, the workers' party of Korea clearly have amazing <laughs> ideas uh, on how to run a country. Uh, you know. Really re- revolutionary people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Still do but, better than Trump. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, unironically, they're not tanking their economy, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, what kind of economy did they have? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, let's start with the uh, the Great Replacement. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. So I'm assuming two of you Google. don't know who they are. I'll yeah. bring up the Google definition for yeah. the Great Replacement. Yeah. Before we get, like, uh, you know, destroyed by the left wing or whatever. Or the the epic right wing saying we're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Literally. uh, So so it's a funny theory. Great replacement, also known as replacement theory or great great replacement theory, is a white nationalist, far-right conspiracy theory, as it says on Wikipedia, Mm. disseminated by French author Renaud Camus. I don't know if I said that right. Oh, you the original theory states that with the complicity or cooperation of replacist elites, the ethnic French and white European populations at large are being demographically and culturally replaced with non-white people, especially from Muslim-majority countries, through mass migration, demographic growth, and a drop in the birth rate of white Europeans. Mm. So, uh, yeah, basically, I'm sorry, Jake and... Uh... Matthew, you're getting replaced by people like me and Hassan at this rate, apparently, that, according to the... Mean, uh, yeah. Does that mean I'm going to turn white? Or black, even? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are being woman, slowly replaced property. by immigrants yeah. because uh, white people aren't having enough kids. Yeah. 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 And there is a, a global agenda to get rid of white people, guys. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. This That's is, uh, fine by me. Saddam Hussein's plan from the the grave, yeah. Shinzo Abe, uh half I don't think we need to touch on the biggest thing about the Great Replacement on how absolutely asininely stupid it is as an it idea. Is. It's fucking stupid as shit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's entirely just drummed up from, you know, fear of immigration, basically, that uh, mm. the right, the far right wing likes to, you know, yeah. do the funny with and get support for It's very cringe. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's the great replacement theory. What do we expect? Uh, I know it's, it's weird seeing people on uh, Fox News, you know, saying to... Uh, what was it Tucker Carlson saying to the the great uh, wasp of, of America? You know, white Anglo-Saxon person. You know, <laughs> saying they're getting replaced by immigrants. <laughs> Dirty people, them lot. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, let me let me point. Let me find this 
statistic for um how like how much of the population of America do immigrants make up? Because mm. uh, I guarantee you, it's not even that high. They're just overplaying it. You know, it's hit, scary. You're saying, Jake? Twenty-six percent. What's that's nothing. That's overall every single type of immigrant, not just you know of a specific racial variety either. Yeah. <laughs> Because we, we know how much they don't like the dirty Mexicans over there. Yeah. But isn't, like, the majority of the people in the, in the States descend from an immigrant? Yes. <laughs> That's where this gets really funny, right? There is there is probably, like, I don't know, 1.5% of the population that can definitively say they have pure Celtic blood in their genes, right? And yeah. if we're being honest, those are the only people who are not descended from immigrants in some variety, yeah, right? about the amount of Irish immigrants? Exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> and, like, um, it's like, like I was reading off the definition, a lot of it focuses on, like, the, uh, you know, quote-unquote Muslim migrants, right? Mm. Because it's people from, like, you know, refugees from Arab Syria, states, people yeah. from Arab states, Iran, Iraq, you know, all the Afghanistan, all these places, mm. that they like to focus on with this. But they're not even the majority of immigrants, to be honest. Yeah, but with the with the like, there's no immigrants in that country throughout history. It pretty much would just be like, I don't even know. It'd be a third Native world country Americans. right now. <laughs> like, because actual Americans are dumb as fuck. Yeah, they are. <coughs> Beth, <coughs> we no one knows oh, who that is. Who's that? Yeah, it's just impossible. To, it's just impossible to forcibly stop immigration. Yeah. Anyway. Which is why, like, immediately closing all borders is only a temporary measure. No country will ever continually close their borders for that long if they want to be prosperous anyway. Cough, cough, North Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave I mean, it out, bro. Being, the, I mean, the yeah. Being, right? You you waste so many resources being that strict on border control, right? Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about how immigration contributes to an economy, uh, let's use an example of my parents. They're both NHS nurses, and, uh, you know, not a lot of people really want to be nurses, nurses I'm going to be honest. It just takes ages. And also, uh, statis- statistics-wise, uh, in 2021, tw- uh, 12.6% of the NHS was made up of uh, ethnic minority backgrounds. So, yeah. Shashunga Bababui. Just proving everything right. And the, the far right are just brain dead. Lol. Sorry. Uh-huh. Oh no, scary different colour man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The US population is from immigrant families, right? Yeah. 13.7% are actual immigrants. Mm. So that's actually even less than what I read out. Yeah. Actually. That's uh, quite funny that uh, the uh, of a. Uh, Eighty-seven percent of the population is worried about being replaced by just <laughs> over a tenth of yeah. everything every else. Yeah, the government's going to replace you like a light bulb. Oh yeah, yeah. For, because... They're going to unscrew your DNA and screw in black person DNA. <laughs> 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 really not the fact that your wife has been fucked by the cool black guy next door. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scary, holy crap. I don't even blame her, I mean, the average dick size is probably like 8 inches, bro, I've got like 4. Like... <laughs> that, you know, Tyrone doesn't spend his entire time complaining about dirty immigrants while eating a Greg's and having a curry for tea. 
Yeah, and going to Bolton for nights out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love me, Greg. Simple as. Simple as. Love me, Gregs. Ate the Arabs. Ate the Blacks. Ate the Asians. Simple as. Racist. Uh, don't like. Not racist. <laughs> no, not racist. Just don't like. Oh, we've really devolved. Jesus. No, uh, no, like. Uh, d- the great replacement for it in itself is that silly. We're treating it with the importance it deserves. Yeah, it is so... It's completely <laughs> asinine. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll put, let's put it into context yeah. and check how much of the UK population is made out of immigrants, actually. Well, we know uh, London, like, it's half, because that's just the makeup of London. It's a major... 14.4% Yeah, it's barely anything. It's well, pretty we... much the exact number of... Yeah, London houses like so many uh, headquarters for all these national uh, multinational corporations. Yeah, looking at so it's, only it's literally London, advertised. Looking uh, at for only companies London, it's like looking at a singular slice of a pie. Mm. When the entire rest, like that's chocolate, while the entire rest of it is completely white chocolate, bro. It doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, according like, to like the British National the Party, the metropolitan yeah. trade center of the entire country and the capital yeah. of the entire country has the most amount man of immigrants. Duh. Yeah. Well, go figure. It's London. What sort of fucking moron can't, with basic fucking deduction skills, realize that'll be the case? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. According to the British National Party, has me and you were very uh, dangerous people. And uh, we're going to steal everyone's jobs, uh, and uh, we're going to ruin the uh, <laughs> the ethnic makeup of this country, according to them. So, you know. You guys remember back in college, and this just joke still runs, I am the whitest person out of our entire friend group, and that cannot be disputed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. College was something else. Oh. Like, it's it's a bit of a joke, but, like, I think a lot of the fear of stuff like the Great Great Replacement and absolutely silly theories, like, Mm. it's just that that fear of people not integrating, basically. Yeah, she is xenophobia, yeah. But it's like, most people will, to some degree, integrate, right? Yeah. Even if it's not exactly how you would like, right? Mm. Just because you've integrated in a place, that doesn't mean you're going to become uber-nationalistic, right? And have great pride <laughs> for your country. Yeah. That's not a necessity for integrating. Mm. Integrating, I think, at bare minimum, is learning the language, right? Yeah. If you know the language in a, the country you live in to navigate around and hold a conversation, I don't think there's a much of a problem, really, mm. about that. Right, let's talk about an amazing country that, you know, really puts the great replacement uh, theory to practice. Uh, it's called uh, the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea. My God, that's an amazing country. Oh, my God. Wow. Honestly, uh, beautiful country. Uh, friend of the show, Kim Jong-un, just, you know, just saying he's real beautiful great guy. Leader. Yeah. Great. Re- I love him. I love, love him. Love him. Brilliant such a good guy. basketball player. Yeah, such a good basketball amazing. player, you know. You know, oh. him and Dennis Rodman, big fan, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> right, so so, so for context, uh, Kim Jong-un, right, uh, wasn't he privately educated in Switzerland, if I recall correctly? Uh, yeah. 
Um, let me check. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, because I'm yeah. privately educated in Switzerland in a small German-speaking public school. Yeah, and then... Uh, and a, a Tony private school as well. Yeah. And, you know, uh, they, they said he liked basketball, in, you know, while he was there. He was a... I know how to describe this. Uh, very outgoing person, apparently. I mean, you know, these are the great requirements to be uh, the, the respected comrade marshal of the Republic of uh, uh, the Democratic you a People's of Republic. Them? Let me get you guys a picture of him while he's in the Switzerland in school. Oh, oh. no. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just give me a sec. Look at this goofy motherfucker. Hold on. <laughs> Look at this guy. This dude does not look like the dictator of a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really chills. Oh god. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, I'm not sure if you remember the amazing response that North Korea had to uh dealing with the pandemic. Uh yeah. Uh, I, I still remember, like, when they claimed they had zero cases of coronavirus. Man, what a brilliant country. They they must really deal with COVID there, like, amazingly. My God. Like, <laughs> zero cases of COVID? Definitely not because they were executing them. Like, what? I can't say that. Uh, they, they were making them, the people with COVID disappear permanently is the correct uh, term I'm trying to use here. It's, you know... Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. To be fair, they probably wouldn't have gotten that many cases compared to most normal countries. Well, yeah. This is think about how, how. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. And... The, the, the thing is, they probably had an absolutely ridiculous amount of cases. But honestly, half their population could have fucking died. But the issue is, all of the statistics they release are either incorrect or they just haven't released any. Right. Well, we no idea actually how bad the pandemic there even was well, and what? it's the same as African countries right according to statistics it wasn't actually that bad there but as the statistics we're aware of uh, Hassan you can't say that this case has this country is so good they had zero cases of COVID in 2020 like, uh, <laughs> come on man it's so you can't say that about the supreme leader he's just that godlike you know he's just yeah of course we're through his Sheer psychic presence and might in the warp. He deployed space marines to keep the disease from spreading. For for context for the dumb Americans listening to this, that's called uh, sarcasm. Yeah. Uh. Uh, but yeah, yeah uh, our mighty leader Kim Jong Un fought a battle against the plague gods themselves, deep mm. within the recesses of the void. <laughs> Truly, a leader of. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you've heard of this amazing ideology. Uh, my God. Uh, North Korea, like, sorry, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, because, you know, they, they really own all of the Korean peninsula. Uh, you know, the, the amazing ideology known as Juche. Oh, my God. Wow. It's beautiful. It's just, oh, oh my God. Like, it's like something else. It's just amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't know where to start with this. It's fucking juche. <laughs> right, uh, so basically, the whole premise of juche is quote unquote self reliance. It's basically just Marxist Leninism at this rate. Uh, 
amazing cult of personality. Uh, yeah, you, you know the usual stuff with uh, amazing successful dictatorships. Sorry, uh, yeah, dictatorships such as this. Uh, I mean, what, what's there to say? It's due show. It's brilliant, flawless ideology. You know, uh, it's so flawless. People in uh, Korea do not starve whatsoever. You know, it's so godlike. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, is. <laughs> it's something else. I'm going to be honest. It's... You can't be that self-reliant when you're like the size, like half the size of England. Well, well you said like, like how big is North Korea? Uh, it's not that big, I don't think. Yeah, I think yeah, South Korea does have the bigger bit of land, from what I remember. Not by that much. Uh, One hundred and twenty thousand five hundred and forty square kilometers total area. <laughs> Fun place, my god, North Korea, man. Well, it's smaller than England. The thing about Jiche is that uh, mm. it's like the the whole like system states that a country will prosper once it's become self-reliant. Yeah, through achieving political, economic, and military independence, right? Yeah. But the whole loyalty to the leader is mm. more increase was more increasingly emphasized as. Uh, Kim Il Sung, so Kim yeah. over. Actually, it wasn't really that prevalent until then. Yeah, right? the the eternal it, president of North Korea. You know, it's so been emphasized more as an essential part of it. Um, yeah, and they're using the ten ten principles of the establishment of a yeah. monolithic ideological system. Mm. Yeah, it's their ten fucking commandments, right? Because the thing is basically yeah. a religion. Yeah. I, the whole cult, cult personality around the Kim family pretty much just hammers that down. And then it, it talks about something about socialism of our style. It's kind of like how when China came out in like the 80s and said, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, socialism with Chinese characteristics. So, so this is a 60s thing by, uh, uh, what's it called? Describing yeah. it as that is not good, though, because yeah. it's not an accurate representation of what is it? It's an unholy mixture of Marxism and Leninism. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's been transformed into some sort of weird religion nationalism ideology, right? Yeah. Which doesn't follow either of those, uh, either of those things anyway, right? Mm. Now, obviously, right, the very easy thing to say is, like, well, does the socialism was never able to achieve the ideals, Ascribe mm. to it, but I think it is important to point out that it's it's a deviation even from those ideals from the get go, right? Yeah. I think what I was trying to hammer down was like it's very similar to how uh, Mao pretty much said that with socialism and Chinese characteristics, as in like it do did become like a weird religion type thing with the cult personality. China's a but, little different yeah. though, in that they don't literally worship him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that like, kind of well, died down after he died as well, so, yeah. And, like, I mean, hell, even in China today, well, you would get punished for talking bad about, you know, the no, ultra-supreme yeah. god leader. Um, like, it's not that they're doing that out of, like, some sort of adherence to protocol or anything. It's more mm. because he's so heavy-handed they're afraid to speak out for the most yeah. part, right? Yeah, I imagine all of the politicians in his inner circle probably lambast him all day for retarded decisions he does, right? Mm, yeah. But, uh, you know, that's a different story. Let's keep on track. Yeah, different story for a different time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, you, 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 I put Japan anime and manga. I was curious what you were going to talk about with that, uh, Hass, because uh, that was a weird conversation after we were done recording. Uh, I mean, honestly, I wasn't even that sure of including it in the podcast, but we can talk about it. Japan as a place is an interesting cultural phenomenon, actually. Yeah. Um, because pretty much everyone has become obsessed with like their traditions, if not their way of life, to some degree, right? Yeah. Because, um, well, just popular media is a great example of it, right? Mm. Um, while more recently we've had like a surge in like. 80s sort of like hobbies right uh yeah like i don't think like i think like uh, what i'd call japanism hasn't exactly gone away right yeah uh, i like that hmm. leads into anime and manga right? anime and manga is like is like just become wildly popular outside of japan because of the these like cultural fantasies to some degree right mm. Like, uh, because a lot of these people who enjoy Japanese culture don't understand that. The Japanese don't enjoy them enjoying their culture, you know? (laughs) Yeah. They're a very conservative society, and, like, you you there as a foreigner, you are incredibly looked down upon, right? Mm. And it's the same with a lot of Asian countries, not that I'm trying to generalize, right? Yeah, well, that's true. a lot of these, like, foreign countries... They don't like you. they don't like you being there, especially because a lot of tourists are just incredibly disrespectful, right? Mm. I mean, we've all heard this. We've all seen the meme of uh, when you go to Japan and there's no subtitles, right? <laughs> and we'll have a laugh about. It. But there are people who genuinely don't don't understand that they'll go on holiday somewhere, not learn a fucking word of the language, and then just expect everything to go fine on the trip. Yeah, you don't fucking do that, right? Yep. If you're going on holiday somewhere, if you're going for, if you're going for a few weeks, please learn at least the basics. If you're going for a longer stay of a few months to go sightseeing, right? Hmm. At least be able to hold a basic conversation, right? I'm not saying you need to go out your way to learn the entire language before going somewhere, right? Mm, yeah. But that whole idea of you putting zero effort in and just going, yeah, I want to go to this place, is just incredibly disrespectful, I think, right? Hmm. And like... Uh- Thinking about it from a Japanese perspective, Japan was a country, right? They've not had the best history with this kind of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Western intervention, uh, opening—you know, the most one of the most isolationist countries in the world. Uh, you know, the Americans. You know, go go figure. Gunboat diplomacy opened up the country, forced them to trade with the West. You know, typical. Yeah. Typical American thing, but I think Japan is probably one of the only countries that's kind of just gotten through that, even if they're yeah. not allowed. Usually have a stand like super high number of standing military personnel, right? So let's yeah. be honest. Every single one of these military packs globally are being broken. No one yeah. gives a shit. They're just not allowed to say anything officially, right? I mean, if we're talking about how Japan got through that, like what what took one hundred years of industrialization for the West to achieve, like one hundred one hundred fifty years, Japan did it in fifty, and then uh, just became a regional superpower. I mean, Japanese Empire, World War Two, you know, the usual. But, yeah. Culturally, Japan, very unusual, I'd argue. I will say they are starting yeah. to lose out to South Korea a little bit in yeah. that respect, right? Um, hmm. In, I mean, in yeah. that, you know, a lot of the manufacturing companies like Samsung, like all that stuff, they, are, they have all the headquarters in South Korea now, which is rather interesting. They're beginning to move away from Japan. Mm. Yeah. Well, Samsung was a 
uh, South Korean company. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, owned yeah, by yeah, a literal no, family no. that, like... Uh, like in, in Korea, basically the whole politics and business is controlled by a few very powerful families, and oh. uh, yeah, pretty much. I wouldn't <laughs> say that's any over. different in Japan, right? But I'm just yeah. saying a lot of other countries have followed suit, right? Yeah, a lot of the like, a lot of the like j- countries, a lot of the companies that started in Japan are unlikely to leave it, right? Yeah, but those that originally moved the headquarters so that have started shifting them to other places like Singapore, like South Korea, right? Mm. For the very reason that, like, Japan is stunting itself in how traditionalist it is sometimes and how conservative it is, right? Yeah. South Korea's looser, but it's still got that there, right? Which is why countries like Singapore, while, you know, they have an, like, incredibly impoverished class, the rich people in Singapore, holy shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you might as well be a god over there if you've got money. Hmm. And that's because there's just less of that, like... I think mainly because the people who originally lived there have less power. Mm. That sort of, like, mm. nationalism and, like, that conservative nature isn't as imprinted in there. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, guess. the whole meme around Shinzo Abe saying have sex. <laughs> 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 and this is a country that's having uh, problems with uh, birth rates... Because, uh, as well, work culture, which is very linked to um, traditionalism, you know. Like, I mean, yeah. speaking of Shinzo Abe, his assassination really came as a surprise, right? Yeah, Because it, it was when he was finally getting back into politics. Because he'd taken a back seat after he'd retired, right? Yeah. And then and he, like, he, yeah. <laughs> so, his assassination is linked to his ties to the Unification Church. Mm. So, the, so um, for those of you who don't know what the Unification Church is... Yeah. Um, what's the best way to describe it? I'm thinking now. So it, it's a new religious movement, uh, widely known as Moonies. Yeah, I've never heard uh, of it. To be fair, moons. so I'm hearing it's about this. It's a weird time. sort of. It's a. Hmm. It's a cult that focus on. Uh, a person called Reverend Moon's Book of the Divine Principle. Uh, and uh, it's quite a political book as well as a religious book, right? It involves, mm-hmm. like, anti-communist sentiment, Korean unification sentiment. Yeah. <clears throat> like, a lot of the members are, like, really high up in powerful positions, right? Mm. Although, like, a lot of the important members anyway, right? And they are a Christian doctrine, yeah, which is um, although <laughs> yeah. unlike mainstream Christianity, they are they have some interesting beliefs of uh, you know places and people of certain races and all that stuff. Very mm. fun. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the dude who assassinated Shinzo Abe, mm. although supposedly was a part of the Unification Church. And the Unification uh, Church is rather Scientology in where it demands a ridiculous amount of money. Mm, um, yeah. pretty much bankrupted his mother to the point where, like, you know, she died through overworking, and that that's where the... that is, like, the supposed motive for the assassin, right? Yeah. He saw um, Shinzo Abe as, like, you know, the big symbol of everything wrong with the Unification Church, and built that, you know, 
backyard firearm and fucking shot him, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, and there are, like, he's not the only person, he's not the only higher person to be part of the Unification Church, and with some of their activities, is actually really worrying, mm. right? It is straight up on the level of Scientology, right? Yeah. And, like, if we go to dedicated organizations, there are some really fucking, like, interesting ones, that's for sure, right? Mm, yeah. I'm back, guys. Sorry about that. I had to do some tech support for my parents. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Where are we up to? Uh, we were talking about Shinzo Abe getting assassinated by a member of basically what could be described as, as a cult. And, uh, yeah. It's it's oh. like uh, it's like it's a Christian cult, like uh, yeah. similar to Scientology, and that they get a lot of uh, really <sighs> people to join. And oh. it was the whole motive for Shinzo Abe being assassinated because uh, the assassin's mother was a part of the church and lost everything because mm. she wasn't one of those rich and influential people. She was just you know a person that joined it, right? And I don't think I need to explain what like Scientology does, and it's quite similar to that, right? Yeah. And that you want to give X amount of money that you earn to it, but yeah, it's not a good look. Yeah. Well then. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. uh, we, we're up to Japan now. We're talking about. And honestly, yeah. like, Shinzo Abe himself was one of their more revolutionary presidents, right? Mm. He was actually willing to push and pull a little bit, right? Which yeah. is. Like. Which is why he needed, like, strong backing from organizations like the Unification mm. Church. Because a lot of politicians really don't like him. Oh, well, didn't mm. like him. Mm. Yeah. So, like, while that's supposedly the main motive is the Unification Church stuff, who knows, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh, for reference, the Unification Church was founded in 1954 in Seoul, South Korea. Yeah, because it's an advocate for yeah advocates for Korean, Korean. reunification, which is recognised yes. by the North and South Korean governments. Which makes yeah. it really interesting as to why a Japanese prime minister was a member of the group. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't know where to go from here, but uh... rich people political ties ban. Yeah. So, if you can continue your point about this whole what Japanophilia type thing, I'm curious with that. A lot of people don't uh, understand just how bad like life in Japan is like for the average oh, person. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like for the working class, it's horrible, right? Um, mm. Have you heard of black companies before? No, I don't think I have. All right. Um, so black companies—they're not a phenomenon unique to Japan, right? Mm. But uh, so they're also referred to as black corporations. Uh, yeah. Think of it as the call center office equivalent of a sweatshop, right? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Might have um, So, uh, a typical practice at a black company is to hire a large number of young employees, mm. force them to work incredible amounts of overtime without overtime pay. Mm. Um, a lot of the people higher up in those companies like to harass the new hires by their superiors. Mm. And uh, because of the way society works in Japan, right? It's considered really dishonorable to quit your job. And if, like, and just to go against your superiors is incredibly, like, dishonorable and hard to do, right? Yeah. So 
want to quit these black companies, a lot of superiors will threaten you with that you'll never find a job anywhere else, and they're not just idle threats. You probably mm. won't. Mm. And like, um, so in a lot of like manga and anime in Japan, at least functions as kind of an escapism to some degree, right? Yeah. That's why we have so many of these isekai settings, right? A setting where a normal office worker working in one of these black companies gets sent to a different world with superpowers or something, right? Mm. Yeah, and but, it seems to stem as well from how work culture is in Japan as well. Like, again, there's a reason why they have falling birth rates. Everyone's focusing on their careers and jobs and whatnot. And it does seem to be correlating with that <laughs> to a degree. Anyway, I interrupted your point, House. You can continue. <laughs> I mean, I was... Uh... The only thing I was going to add to that is, like, um, while that is, like, it is still strange that that's the focus of almost all of this, in that, like, the majority of these works as well always focus on the fact that the character wants to return to Uh, their work with the black company. Mm. Which is rather strange, I think, because, like, Surely you wouldn't want to go back to what is essentially you just hell, really. Mm. I mean, there's a like, literal noteworthy case here of like a 26-year-old employee committing suicide yeah. at a restaurant chain. Uh, family lodged a complaint with the Labor Standards Office and basically nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, um, they settled out of court and the uh, owner apologised. <laughs> After Jesus. someone committed suicide, no fines, no sanctions, yeah, nothing, nothing, no improved workplace at all. I'm, I'm not. Like... Sh- oh, God, God, Jake. God. I was going to say I'm not sure if this is. Uh, I'm not sure if this is Japan, but uh, right in that region where a lot of people are very workaholics, like that. Yeah, like that's the point I was trying stu- to hammer. Stupid about. amounts of yeah. hours. Yeah. That it's not uncommon for some of these buildings to have like nets. Around the premise of the building, I think that's because... also a thing in common in Japan because these remember yeah. these are a lot of these are office buildings, right? Yeah, mm. and like a lot of this isn't physical stress more than mental stress, right? And with the way mental health is really looked down upon in Japan, a yeah. lot of people pull these issues up while they're at the workplace. Mm. Yeah. So, like, while suicide rates in black companies are really, really high for an office job, right? They're just Mm. afraid to bring this kind of stuff up at work or, like, do anything dishonorable, quote-unquote, at work, right? Yeah. Like, um, society as a whole will not just look down upon the person who committed the act. They will look down on their family as well, and that's what a lot of the fear comes from. Mm. Because you're you're not the only one who's going to face the consequences of your actions there, right? Yeah, it dishonors your family. Your parents will forever be known as the parents of the kid who's committed suicide, right? Yeah. Jesus. Like that, yeah. I mean, I say this to someone who wants to visit Japan. It's only for the purpose of literally just visiting. I don't intend to actually live there. My God, no. I mean, PewDiePie might be respectful, right? Just out of place anywhere. And learn some Japanese, if it's Japan especially. Even if you can only speak the basics of the language to the place you're visiting, the Mm. people there will be ecstatic, to be honest, right? Because you're doing more than most people are. Yeah. What were you saying, Matt? I think 
I'd say maybe, like, don't just visit normal tourist areas as yeah. well. Go on, man. Go. I was saying no, that's a PewDiePie move, though. Yeah. You gotta remember, though, he's rich. <laughs> yeah, I guess and so. the life of someone who's incredibly rich is very different. The, the, the life of people. immigrants, and especially, like, black people in Japan is horrible. He's also white. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, the uh, the whole, like, if, you, if you're black and you live in Japan, it's just... You get all sorts yeah, of dirty if, looks if and comments. Ethnic just... minority. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fucking awful, right? Mm. I, I will say this though, I'm pretty sure Felix and Mantia both know how to speak Japanese. Like mm. fluently. Uh, I think they did know the like the main parts, just not all of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because like, um they are not... quite strict with their immigration rules. Like, if you want to mm. immigrate there, you do have to know the language to some degree, I think. Mm. And then yeah. you have to be able to support yourself and all that stuff. And you've got to, like... That's, like, quite a lot of hoops you've got to talk through, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> have, have we yeah. hammered every point in this, right? <laughs> Seems like we have. I've just gone over what I wanted to talk about, how Japanophilia is a fucking mistake, Lamar. It is, yeah. <laughs> and we've hit 37 minutes, so I guess we can do an early finish. I don't know. If you guys are yeah. for that. Yeah. Mm. I want to do something. I'm bored anyway, so. Anyway, yeah, we'll do an early finish, lol. Alright, that's the end of this episode. Goodbye. Lol. Bye.